This is Live from Los Angeles, welcome to the Dr. Aaron Show. We're all about manifestation, transformation, and breakthroughs. It's time to claim your birthright of prosperity, vitality, and love. So grab your tea or coffee because together we're awakening the world. May you live your truth. Live from Los Angeles, this is Dr. Aaron. Each day we come together to know the truth, live on spiritual principle, and align with universal law. We also come together in community, in New Thought Global and Soul Society. We truly believe that somebody has a gift and a message to bring to the world when they have an awakening, and our mission is to awaken a billion people. And um, we are all about enlightenment, empowerment, and entrepreneurship. So I have to say that this morning I woke up and you'll hear right now there's helicopters um, in the background. And I woke up, I had had an existing podcast that was supposed to come out today. And I thought, mm, I can't do it. I have to be true to what's really going on right now, right here. And um, so today is May 31st, 2020. And if you've been watching the news at all, which everybody has been glued to the news, um, the last few days, there have been a lot of demonstrations and looting and things in Los Angeles. And so I really want to address what's going on from a spiritual perspective, from um, this time in history and what's going on from a conscious perspective, and what you and I can do about it. Okay, so today, 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 and the real, the real, the real human vicious cycle that we're going through right now is a sign I saw my cousin actually we were I was texting back and forth with a few family members and friends and stuff that lived in Los Angeles and he sent me this picture and there was this burned cop car with people on top of it with a sign that read no justice no peace and that pretty much sums up the vicious cycle that we are going through and so i just first want to acknowledge you know everybody that has been in pain and of course george floyd who was murdered by a policeman um, and the entire spectrum of black lives matter and inequality and pr- police brutality and white power. And I really want to acknowledge and recognize that this is real. It's not like, oh, you know, pointing the finger at anybody. I really feel like it's the chicken, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Is it white brutality? Is it black, um, you know, inequality? What's going on? And how do we recognize that we're one, that we are one spiritually, that we are one and nothing can happen without all parties involved? That there is, um, I know that's hard to gulp from a perspective of looking at things like, you know, inequality and the differences in rates and pay and all kinds of things. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking at a core, core, subconscious, cellular level, what's happening from a spiritual perspective so that we all can take action around it. Okay. So last night, yesterday, we had, um, you know, we had. Black Lives Matter and a, and I think a bunch of different people wanted to come together. They came together over right past the Grove in this park over here. And it was a very, I think, a very peaceful thing. And, and, and everyone really recognizes that absolutely there are there's a time to come together and protest and, and have a voice and show the world what's going on and stand for what they care about, what, what I care for about, what we all care about, which is equality. I'm a thousand percent for equality. I'm a thousand percent for knowing that we are not any color. We are one family and that we all deserve to have order on this planet. 
So I did not go because I knew intuitively there was going to be stuff that was going to be going on. And um, quite frankly, you know, it's really about staying safe at this point in time for a lot of us. And I was having a conversation with a dear friend who lived like a block away from the park. And um, he was, you know, just saying how awful it is. And we're all agreeing. And, and I said, well, what are you doing about it? He goes, what do you what do you mean? What am I doing about it? I said, well, you know, this happens, you know, it happened um, in I believe 92. It happened in 69. It's happened multiple times. Um, and I don't know all the history about all of it. But it happens over and over again, it's not going to stop happening unless we all do something about it. I truly believe that we can't point the finger at the government, or any politician or at any big, um, you know, organization whatsoever, we all have to independently take action how we feel we should take action without violence, but with making a difference in the world. He started kind of debating this. He goes, what do you mean? Well, I'm not, you know, it's not me. I was like, well, it is you. It's all of us. Every single one of us is responsible. And I truly believe that if you're sitting at home, watching the news and getting upset, or pointing the finger at the police or pointing the finger at the looters, which are the looters are not the people who are standing for equality. Okay. Um, You know, you can't just sit back and point the finger, it doesn't do any good. And all it does is cause a lot more of the vicious cycle. So the vicious cycle of, of anything in life, whether it be with your relationship with yourself or your relationship with your partner, or your relationship with the police or the relationship with whatever, it's making the other person wrong, which goes back to that sign of the people sitting on the on the car with the sign, no justice, no peace. And I get it. You know, there's a natural law of cause and effect. And the truth is, if there's no justice, there will be no peace. And the police are saying, well, if there's no peace, there's no justice, right? So the reality is that that is called the human vicious cycle. And that is what if we don't do deeper work and figure this out, this will reoccur again and again and again and again. So this podcast is about having some spiritual answers of things that we can all do that potentially make a huge profound effect from a subconscious and from a spiritual perspective to find peace within and be peace and break the human vicious cycle. Okay, so yesterday, um, in the midst of the live stream that was going on for, you know, eight hours or something, I'm sure it went all night long, I don't know. But the mayor of Los Angeles, Eric um, Garcelli came on and it was really interesting because am I I don't know, I don't, you know, I really do not get into politics. So I apologize. I'm a little bit ignorant and naive when it comes to all this. I truly believe that I know each day when I wake up, I ask myself to be used for the highest good. And my way of doing that is really helping people do their trauma work and to be to be developed as spiritual people online, helping them um, develop their conscious business or their soul based business or becoming a spiritual coach or um, stepping into their divinity in their in their ministry or whatever it is that they're going to do. Okay. So the point is, is I'm sitting here on this live stream. And here comes Eric Garcelli. And he starts talking about how really we it comes down to a cultural 
cultural trauma. And I was like, what? How is the mayor of Los Angeles getting this, right? Because that's what I've been preaching, of course, the whole time. And, and all the spiritual teachers is understand that what's really going on is that each and every one of us, no matter the color, of course, for blacks and for um, for African Americans and for um, white supremacists and for whatever you want to call everybody, I don't. It doesn't matter to me. God is nameless. You are nameless. You are a divine spiritual being. All human beings have no color to me. Okay, but he talked a lot. He talked for a minute about the cultural trauma and how we're going to deal with this. You know, I guess that after the last riots. It took us 24 years to get really actually back to where our jobs were at the same level. And it's important to not just sit down and kind of talk a little bit, but to, we need to really dive deep in our cultural traumas. And so I'm going to break on down why traumas play out in situations like this. Okay. So it brings me to a client that I was working with. She was, um, she was an African-American. Um, beautiful woman inside and out, very successful in the coaching world, and um, came from a, you know, a very kind of privileged, if you would, uh, environment. And she did very well. She also had a, a big desire to help women entrepreneurs and was doing very well. And she said, I'm really more motivated to help my my mother and my grandmother, because they have a lot of pain around this. And so that's kind of why I feel so, so drawn to helping people. And when we got really into it, and we started digging a bit deeper, she realized that there was this underlying kind of feeling that she had, and she didn't even know where it was coming from. She didn't experience any of it, right? She didn't experience um, being a slave. It was not in, in anything she experienced personally. And she, you know, had had really hadn't had any trauma throughout her life. She hadn't had, you know, parents that abused her. She hadn't been abused by anybody. But when we started digging really deep, she realized that she was able to go into her past life. And there was a lot of trauma that was literally sitting in her cells that she just didn't realize that was driving her in in good and bad ways in her life. And as we began to neutralize those patterns and those traumas, she really got, she actually became much more, much more um, drawn to helping the women that she was helping even more because it was really about helping them understand and unveil and complete those cycles within themselves so that they could be f totally freed up to live a powerful life, not coming out of pain and suffering and reacting to life, but rather coming from a place of, of really freedom, free, free choice, okay, free, freedom of choice. So how do we deal with this? What goes on from a spiritual perspective? You know, yesterday, as the, the protesters came that really had a great message, and they really wanted to just take a stand for George Floyd and for inequality and Black Lives Matter and really getting to a place where they're having a voice for the world. And then it went to, um, I, I believe, and I'm not sure, but I believe there's a lot of, of different kind of, I don't know who they were, but they came in 
outside of Los Angeles, and they came in and they were literally, they looted, I don't know how many stores and set stores on fire. And there's clearly a lot of anger within them, right? So what happens, you know, a child does not come out anger, angry, right? And, you know, does someone teach them this? Maybe, you know, but also it's in their, it's in their self. You know, imagine that their, their lineage went through a lot of brutality, and there is, there's an anger that's living inside of them, okay? And a good example I always use of past life trauma is, imagine how afraid you are of snakes, right? Where does that come from? You may have never even seen a snake in this lifetime, or you've never been bit, bit by a snake. Why do you have fear of a snake, right? It's because it lives. All memory lives in your body. Epigenetics, all memory lives in your body, so if there is sadness, you know, some people are just sad, and they don't know why, right? There's some people that just are, quote, quote, high vibe, and they're just like happy their whole life. Well, it's because their 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 family is high vibe, their their entire lineage is high vibe, right? Um, some people are are really sad, and they come out because it's, there's sadness in their lineage, right? It lives in them, that sadness. They don't even know why. And it's not even necessarily from what happened in this lifetime. It's, it's living from past lifetimes. Why does anger, why do some people deal with such anger and they're just so pissed off at life? Because there is this, this feeling inside of them that comes from lineage and lineage and lineage of all different things that have happened, the suppression and the oppression in their lineage, right? So how do we deal with this? You know, as I woke up this morning and I was going to, you know, we have another podcast coming out that was on universal law, which is evergreen, which you guys will get anyway, okay, it'll come out. I thought, this is so important. People need to understand what can they do? What can I do as an individual? Okay, so if you're watching the news, what can you do? If you are drawn to politics, and you truly feel like there is an answer to this to put placing new laws and helping and organizing and delegating the budget into, you know, things that matter. I say 100% do it, okay? If you're somebody that feels like it's about helping build community to help support groups and so on and so forth, which a lot of we do in society, I say yes, do that. Absolutely. If you're somebody that just wants to sit back and point the finger and make people wrong and make politicians wrong and make the police system wrong, I say it's not going to do any good. You've got to take action, inspired action, and, and do something that creates harmony. And yes, we hold people accountable. Yes, people should go to jail. Yes, it is not acceptable ever in a zillion years for what's happened to African Americans, to blacks across the world, to to anybody that's dealing with inequality, not only the blacks, but all people, women, all of it, right? Okay, I uh, get it. But the point is, is now it's time to take action. What are you going to do? Okay. And if you're living out of anger, and if you're living out of fear, and if you're living at a point of the finger, that is not going to work. Okay, the core work that every single human being on this planet needs to do. And until we do it, until we do it and do it for our children that are the next generation, we will always have the vicious cycle of no justice and no peace and inequality and people dying at the hands of power. Okay, we all have to do our inner trauma work. It is the answer 
because we have to free up the energetic tie that is still upon every cell of our body that has the message of wisdom for us to do and be the change that we want to see in the world. So what does that mean exactly? That means when you go in and do your work, inner work, and you you deal with whatever trauma is on your track, whether it be in this lifetime or past lifetimes, and you begin to neutralize the time that you were enslaved, you know, in your oneness, in your lineage, and you remember being, you know, tied up, bounded up, lashed, you know, brutally raped, whatever that is, right? To neutralize that and release the emotions around that and to have that trauma minus emotions equals wisdom. Trauma minus emotions equals wisdom. And when you walk away from that wisdom, with that wisdom, and you know, my life is about helping bring in harmony and to end the inequality on this planet. You may become a politician. You may become a minister. You may become somebody that's helping young children in classroom find their voice and feel safe and recognize that it all begins in mind. It all begins at the powerful decision in mind to step into the truth of who you are and to know our oneness. We cannot lash out at all police because one, you know, only police did brutality. We have to look at the bigger picture and put put placement in, in order. And I get that we've been trying to do that for years and years and it's not happening, right? So it's not about, um, it, there's a way of doing it. There's a way of doing it that's peaceful. There has to be. It is the truth. There's always a way. Did you know that? Prayer is the most powerful thing we can do on this planet. Prayer is the most powerful thing we can do on this planet because not only does it go in and we connect to God and our oneness, and but it awakens innovation. It awakens ways of doing things that we never even thought of, ways of doing things with peace and power and dignity for the highest good. And I just want to say and have a little prayer for all the small businesses in West Hollywood and downtown and across the United States that have been looted through this process as well, that didn't deserve it. There are people that that have not done any harm to anyone. And we were just opening up from the pandemic. And I feel I feel that those people are going through whatever it is. But what I know for sure is that this is the Great Awakening. And when we awaken, the birthing pains are not easy. The breakdown is for the breakthrough. And for each and every one of us, you have to take responsibility. You cannot sit at home and look at your computer at the news or on your TV at the news and point the finger and and point the finger at the politicians or point the finger at the looters or point the finger at whatever. You cannot do that. It doesn't work anymore. You cannot be passive in this life. And so what's happening from a collective consciousness, from a consciousness of 2020, 2020 is all about vision. 2020 is the great awakening. 2020 is for us to know and shift our values to the core of oneness. 2020 is for you to see clearly that you are a thousand percent responsible. You can no longer point the finger. You have to wake the freak up and know that you are responsible. Everything that you are purchasing has a cause and effect. 
of for the environment, for the people that are involved in the you know in the labor uh, things that are being maybe you know underage labor, maybe that it's coming across from China and it may be doing harm for the planet and how much fuel it takes to get that product across. You are responsible. Every show that you watch on TV is giving money and energy to whatever that is. If you're watching a bunch of, of you know, terrible things on television and on the internet, you are informing your subconscious. You are informing and giving money to people that are putting out negative things. Everything, every single thing you do, you are responsible. You are causing everything in this life. You've got to wake the freak up. You've got to do your inner work and you've got, and the inner work is so beautiful because when people do their inner work, this is how we birth people's purpose and calling. It is through the suffering that's lived in you in this lifetime and past lifetimes that you begin to awaken to your purpose. You are here to do something. You're here to bring harmony. You're here to bring your voice and your message. You're here to bring your art and your innovation that is for the highest good. This is the time no justice, no peace. If you don't bring harmony, if you don't bring peace, there can never be justice. And if you don't bring justice, there will never be peace. What is your justice on this planet? That does not mean making anyone wrong. That means being the harmony. Where are you bringing harmony? Where are you creating something that is bringing love and harmony to the world? And if you're not, then I don't want to hear you bitching on social media. I don't care. I care about the people who are saying, you know what? It's my responsibility. I'm going to do something. And I'm going to do something in a peaceful manner that's going to have a ripple effect on the children and our future generations. And on that note, I just say the perfection. I know the perfection. I wouldn't want to be anywhere other than where I am. Last night, I had looters literally within one block on all directions of my duplex here. There was, you know, it was it was a little intense. You know, there was um, gunfire, there were fireworks, there was rubber bullets, there was helicopters, there was cop cars, there was people chanting, I can't breathe, um, everything, you name it, all around us. And I went to sleep in peace last night with total peace, knowing that this is destiny. And if this is what it takes for the world to wake up, then so be it. I know I'm protected. I know I'm not this body. I know I'm not just this life. I am eternal. I'm immortal. I am not black. I'm not white. I'm not a female. I'm not any of this. I am a spiritual being. And I'm here to bring this message to the world. I know that we're here to do great things, a beautiful, amazing things. And I recognize we're here to develop our consciousness and there will always be heaven and hell on this planet. And I just know that This is what we chose. We created this. You and I chose and we created this. We are the divine. It is the truth of who we are. And I will never, ever deny my truth and know the truth we're here for. This is 2020. I'm Dr. Aaron. Have a beautiful day. And may you do something today to be the difference that you want to see in the world. May you live your truth, you guys. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for tuning in Soul Society and Dr. Aaron Podcast. If you've had a calling to be a spiritual leader or coach, you can go to soulsociety.com and check out our free training. If you've received value here, I would love it if you take a moment and give a five-star review. 
In exchange, I have a ton of free gifts for you. Grab your free awakening book, 40 guided meditations and digital manifesting masterclass. I also have a free money meditation and worksheet for you so you can begin to break through your scarcity mindset and claim your birthright of prosperity. You can get all of your gifts and learn about our upcoming transformational events in my bio link in both Instagram and Facebook. That's under drerin.tv, which is D-R-E-R-I-N.tv. Also, I'd love to invite you into our free private community on Facebook under groups called Soul Society. That is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Soul Society. That's S-O-U-L-C-I-E-T-E. Have a divine day and may you live your truth.